October 12th, 2013. VGN Network presents Kevin's Oblast Radio with your host, Kevin Baird. And Josh. And today I got Josh on the line, and uh, a.k.a. Colop. And uh, Colop, you were on VGN many, many years ago, if I recall, as a guest. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, I think it was... Um... You wanted someone to do sports games? Because you don't do sports games. Yes, right. And that was, I don't know if we were a VGN back then or a Medispective. It was all the same thing. We just kept changing the names around. Um, But, uh, yeah, so it's good to hear from you, man. You've been on the website a long time, too. Uh, Not too many people go to the website, uh, but you're you're kind of a stalwart. You you sit there with the Paydens and... (laughs) A few, a few of the people. There's just like a, there's like a holdout crowd that's been there forever, like ten years, just kind of hanging out there. Yeah, and plus, I have a lot of time at work, so I'll check it on my phone. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of dead now. I mean, you know, you you could check it once a week, pretty much, and it's pretty, you know, maybe there's a new post, um, but there's still the same people that check it all the time. I don't know. I mean, that's cool. Uh, people still go there. I just, I think a lot of people just kind of moved away from local forums and went Facebook and things like that. You know, plus. It's hard because we have that secret password, garlic bread, that people have to use to get on it. But I don't know. Those of you listening, if you want to ever go to the website, it's videogamenews.com. And the keyword to make a new account is garlic bread. And you can join the forums and talk to, uh, I don't know, maybe there's about 25 people in there that post semi-regularly. But most of the time, nobody posts anything. So everybody's got lives now. I don't know what it is. So uh, we're here. We're going to talk to you about your life. Ta-da! Um, exciting or not, and, uh, I don't know, uh, I just did one yesterday, actually, with Ian, and, um, he had a kind of a, he, he moved around a lot in his life, but the only crazy thing that ever happened to him was he cut his finger, which I thought, was, which I thought was a little weird. I didn't cut his finger, <laughs> didn't cut his finger off, he just cut it, and it sounded, ter- it sounded terrible, but I was just like, oh, that's the craziest thing that ever happened to although, to be fair to him, he, he, you know. I think he was trying to come up with stuff off the top of his head, and at the same time, you know, you don't want to reveal everything, you know, like... Yeah, uh, get in trouble with people. Right, exactly. You just you don't want to share too many stories. I know Don Cease, when he talked about his wife on the air, she found out about it, and um, she... Well, his ex-wife, and uh, <laughs> she got really upset. He ended up calling me. He's like, what show is up? you got to take it down. I'm like, dude, I can't take it down. It's the internet. It's already out there. And once it's there, it's there. Yeah, and he was just like, I'm getting a lot of grief. I'm like, dude, we didn't even say anything. So, anyway, it's nonsense. Uh, so, uh, your parents, where'd your parents, uh, what'd they do, and what, how'd they meet? Give me, let me t- tell me a little bit about that. Um, it's not really, they, they grew up across the street from each other. Okay. Well, they pretty much just grew up and what, each other. Where? Uh, New Jersey. Oh, okay. In, in All right. town. Okay. Yeah, just not just. I don't want to give out the name of my town, but it's just a little town. It's nothing to it. Oh, oh, so the same place you're at now. They grew up around there, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, just a few blocks away. Oh, okay. All right, cool. And uh, what'd your dad do? Um, he's a, I guess a janitor. I guess you call him at a school. Yeah, sure. Okay, that's a yeah. Don, Don Anderson used to do that job. He used to go through all the school records and stuff. Yeah, yeah. My dad doesn't quite do that. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, whatever. It's uh. I always, I always thought the janitor when I was in elementary school was like the uh, like the coolest guy because he wasn't part of the curriculum. You know what I mean? Like he had, he was the one kind of he didn't care about the rules or what kids had to line up. He didn't have like 
general authority. I mean, he was an adult, so he had to listen to him, but he didn't have any real authority. So you'd always just be like, hey. "It's the janitor, run!" Ah! You know, and, I don't know. Yeah, just... my janitor in, in my grade school was uh, they were they hired his son on who was schizophrenic. Oh wow! So his his son was prone to fits, and he would like start screaming. And I don't know why they kept him there for like eight years around kids. So our janitor's <laughs> son was really really scary when you were <laughs> to a kid. Jeez. Yeah, no kidding. Oh my god. Wow, that's that. Uh, so, your mom? Did she work, or was she just? Oh, yeah, she's a, uh, okay. Right now, she's a superintendent of a school. She was an English teacher. I guess she moved over to that. Well, your dad totally made out. He got the superintendent as his <laughs> wife. That's that's great. I, I don't think that story happens very often. The janitor marries the superintendent, but that's uh, wow, good for him. Yeah, you know, I'm sure yeah, they work in two totally different schools, but yeah. Wow. Uh, do they meet through the school system, though? I imagine. No, they grew up across the street from. Oh, school. that's interesting. <laughs> Oh, you work in yeah, schools? I work in schools. Working. Yeah, that's great. Did he was he just bullshitting the whole time? Was he like, well, I'm actually a teacher and I um you know No, it's I'm sure. No, they've known each other since they were literally two little, years little old. Kids. Wow. Right right across the street from each other. Wow, so they like did they date through like school and everything like that, or was it just something like they just came to kinda of came together after? Do you know how that story went? Uh, a little both. I think they from the story I heard they dated in high school, broke up and then got back together a couple of years later and that was pretty much that. Okay. So how many kids in the family? Just you or? Just uh, me. Oh, okay. So uh, um, in that process then of them getting married or if you were before marriage or if they never got married or whatever, um, when were you born or like in the, I know you're, well, you don't have to give me your age. I don't want people to know. <laughs> I'm 33. Uh, I don't care. All right. So there you go. So you were born, what year was that? That would be? 80. Oh, 1980. All right, yep. so you definitely weren't seeing Star Wars in the theater then. So, um, <laughs> uh, okay, so you grew up kind of in the 80s and the, the, the you know high school and stuff into the 90s. So that's interesting. So the um, so elementary school, New Jersey elementary public school, private school, uh, Catholic all the way. Okay, God, you know it's amazing how many people I interview on Oblast that went to private school. I mean, there's a few people that have gone to public school, but man, there's a lot of people that went to private school. It's pretty. It's pretty. Um, a lot of you guys just are jaded listening to VGN all these years. Like, ah, got to get out and listen to something crazy. Um, cool. So what was that like, elementary school? Um, small. I mean, I know people who, in the public school around here has like 1,200 kids. My Catholic school had about 100 kids total. So my class had like between 12 and 15 people every year. Wow. So it was really small. It wasn't like... A, I, I, like I can't relate to the TV shows where the popular kids in school where there's thousands of you know hundreds of kids and there's sure. little clicks. There weren't enough people to have clicks, so it was either get along with everybody or have no friends at all, pretty much. In my, my Twelve, tw- Twelve kids in the class. I mean, how big was the whole school? Like a hundred kids or something? Oh yeah, about a hundred. The school closed down about two years after I graduated, so they just didn't have the funds to keep going. I imagine. Yeah, geez, that's kind of crazy. But uh, did, so, did you like school? Or you was it? Or did you? Were you the kid that nobody talked to, and were like, eh, it's Josh? <laughs> well, I, I dropped out in tenth grade because that's just how much I hated school. Okay, I, sure. I took my GED. Okay. About a month later, so I didn't really like. I hated the uh, the structure. If that makes any sense. Oh yeah, no, I look, man. I it, I'll tell you what. If today, like, if I was back in school and I had to go through the. The mandatory testing that goes on today, I would never have graduated. I would have been like, I'm out. 
I'm done. I'm getting the GED because nobody yeah. ca- nobody cares. Nobody. No. No, I, I'm not trying to steer kids away, but nobody gets. No, you go in and get a job. Nobody ever asks to see your paperwork from high school or your GED or anything. Yeah. It, very very rarely. But I've never had it happen. I've never had to pull my diploma out and be like, "Look, here's proof. I I got it." You know, it's it's. Yeah, I made it. You know, no one cares. Right. That's all. It's yeah. Exactly. In college, I mean, you can go to community college if you wanted to, or you can go on to regular college too with a you know any kind of. I mean, you know, because I was one of those people that was like, it's my senior year, and you know they had three different kinds of English in high school they had basic general and um advanced and yeah. my teacher was like I-, I want you to you know stay in general english i don't want to find out that you went into basic english but i totally went into basic english my senior <laughs> year because i didn't want to like do like anything hard my senior year and i was like who's going to look at this who's going to look at my paperwork in life and be like well i see you took basic english so you can't yeah. you can't have this job you're out <laughs> you know this, yeah. is, this is ridiculous. There's, there's one thing in school I think that might have jaded me early. It was my, my second grade year. Okay. Um, I wasn't like, I guess my, my second grade teacher didn't think I was like the rest of the boys. Like, I didn't like fart jokes. I never like getting dirty, like finger painting or rolling around in dirt. You know how a lot of boys, I guess, are supposed to like to do stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. So she suggested that I take therapy. So my, <laughs> I, I wound up going to two years of a what? child therapy outside of school. Like, my mom took me like a private therapist. <laughs> And it, he wound up putting me on Ritalin, which made me pass out. Wow. Uh, this was like, you know, a year and a half into going to therapy. And it was like, my, after two years, my mom was like, fuck this. Are you happy? You know, I was never unhappy. It was like my teacher who was trying to make me unhappy, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the way I looked at it. So I pretty much from a very early start in school, it was like, that, that's, that was how I just like a school pretty much. That is, yeah. I, oh, wow. That's crazy. Um <laughs> Just throwing you on drugs. I didn't have anything. You just had rulers in the seventies. So I just hit you. Said, "Go play in the mud." You're playing in the mud. Yeah, she was basically like, "He's not like the other boys. He doesn't. He doesn't tell fart jokes. He doesn't." This was during a PTA meeting, and she was like, "She she was like a she was an old teacher. She was like in her seventies." Okay. And she was like, "He doesn't like finger painting. There's something wrong. He doesn't like get dirty." My mom, I guess, me being an only child, got paranoid. Sure. Sure. So right to therapy, I went. Like you'd be autistic or something or whatever. Uh... Yeah, he made me draw stuff and build Legos, and then he pulled me aside. I was like, "Does anyone touch you inappropriately?" And like, <laughs> this way, and like, wow. Feeling, I went from feeling normal to not feeling normal because the therapist made me not feel normal. Does that makes sense. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, so apparently, I'm supposed to like these things, and I'm abnormal for not liking these things. So that was a weird two years of that that's the thing you know when you're when you get older you can you could explain why you don't like certain things you know what i mean like you're you're more in touch with it like what's going on with yourself so you're you can just be like well it's kind of gross and i get this thing under my <laughs> fingernails you know yeah, and then I, it dries on there and it's all kind of you know but when you're a kid you're like i don't know uh, <laughs> It's just yeah, you're completely. Uh, they're just like us. Unless you're you were in class drawing like lists of people you were gonna kill and had put lipstick on or something. But yeah, you had bombs and stuff drawn on there. And this is or you had like tactical maps or something like when you're gonna storm the school. In which case, then I can see them taking you out and being like, maybe you should go to <laughs> some kind of counseling or something. Well, that was the second grade, so that must have really messed you up at that point. Like you must have been like. Um, 
completely disenchanted with the school system going yeah, that forward. Was, that was the first time. Another time was in uh, in high school. I, I read a lot. Uh, my mom always read to me, so I got into the habit of reading all the time. Sure. I had my homeroom teacher, my second year of high school. I was reading. I don't remember what I was reading. I think it was George Orwell. It might have been 1984 or Animal Farm at the time. Okay. And just 10 minutes before homeroom, you're just sitting there, you know, waiting for the announcements or whatever. And a teacher yelled at me for reading too much. And it was weird because it's like, aren't, aren't teachers supposed to like encourage you to like read? Yeah. She's like, why do you read every day? Your nose is always in these books. Why are you always reading? And it, it was just weird to me that a teacher would get mad as someone. Yeah, jeez, went to the hell school. No wonder it closed down. Yeah, no, that was my high school. That oh, down. oh, really? Yeah. Well, then, then, two years after I got out of there, so I guess I was a, a curse or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't let him in the school. It just they, they, they'll, they'll yeah. close the doors. Yeah. Uh, well, and one more story, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, after I dropped out of high school, uh, our, our the principal was always big on no sex before marriage. Our, our principal. Oh, of course. Well, the year after I dropped out, he got arrested for molesting little boys and went to jail. <laughs> So he was the one telling everyone else not to have sex while he's raping little boys at the, his uh, nice. shore, shore home down the. Uh, he had a church down the shore he went to in the summer. Wow. Where he was doing all that. So that was kind of, I don't know, I guess you could say my whole grade school, high school experience was strange. Jeez, no kidding. No wonder that guy was asking you if anybody touched you inappropriately. You know, they're probably <laughs> building a court case going on. <laughs> yeah, trying to get uh, all the money he could. Get, get, get some evidence going and. Uh, Boston. Wow. So, uh, okay. So you, you you get out of sophomore year. You'd be maybe sixteen at that point. So did you go to work right after that, or what did you uh, do? Well, I was working at fast food when I was sixteen. I was working at Wendy's flipping burgers at first. Sure. Then I moved to cashier. You know, just a basic job. So when right. I dropped out, I just I basically stayed at Wendy's till I was nineteen. You know, I, I lived at home at the time. Right. And whatever. So stick with working. what you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it was funny because when I took. When I went to take the GED, everyone told me, go take the GED. So I signed up for it, and everyone told me to wait six months and study for it. Yeah. After everyone was telling me to go take it. So I was like, look, you can take it, I think, three times in a year. Right. I was like, if I take it and fail, then I'll study for it. And I'll, you know, but I took it and passed, so I didn't have to wait six months. <laughs> yeah, because you were just getting out of school. It made total sense, especially because yeah. everything was fresh in your mind, you know? Yeah, yeah. well, it was just... It was, the GED to me was disappointingly easy, if that makes any sense. Oh, it yeah. Was, it was so easy. It was like I couldn't believe it was that easy. Wow. Wow. That's it. Uh, to me, it was anyway. It was like read, like history and English were the same. You read the history thing on the left, and you answer the questions on the right. Like you read a paragraph about Columbus on the left, and then you answer the questions about Columbus. On the right. <laughs> to me, it's like this isn't like... They're not asking me questions really? about history without giving me the answers. They're giving me all the answers anyway. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Then that's. I've never taken the GED, but that does sound completely ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's it, like I see people who fail it all the time. It's like I don't. Um, I don't know. Yeah, those are the people you don't want to hire, I guess, because yeah, <laughs> they can't figure out some obviousness in their uh, in their testing. Wow. Wow. So that's it. Okay. So Wendy's, and then uh, nineteen. I mean, at some point, you probably had to say to yourself, though, working at the Wendy's job, that. Uh, you you needed to do something else. I mean, you you you, you needed a plan. Did you have anything yeah. like that in mind? Uh, well, I lived about ten minutes away from a giant warehousing development. I guess you call it. Okay. So I just went there, and I've basically been working warehouse jobs for the most part. Sure. Um, you know, I, my current job, I got kind of lucky. I got it on the ground floor, and I've been promoted to quality control, which is nice pay. 
So it was just so at nineteen you went. I mean, you're let's see, thirty three. Uh, yeah, so that's been that's a quite a big gap. I mean, you went nineteen right into this job. Uh, no, I got this job last year, but it's basically been warehouse jobs for the most part. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I worked one for a couple of years, and then it might shut down. I've been laid off from a couple of places that closed down, things like that. But it's basically been all warehouse jobs. And the warehouse job is just you manage the warehouse, you move boxes in and out. I mean, what are we talking about when we say warehouse? Um, they're all different. I had one where it was a uh, we mixed chemicals and made like paste and stuff like that. Okay, that's that doesn't sound anything like what I'm imagining as a warehouse job. That sounds like you're building bombs, like inside <laughs> no, some crazy factory. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, like like a concrete. You know, if you want to spackle your wall, we made spackle and stuff like that. Okay. The ingredients. It wasn't real hard. You just had to know how to op. They taught you how to operate the machines, but it wasn't anything. You know, uh, you know I wouldn't call it mind bending or anything like that. Right. Right. Well, but somewhat. You know, take some. Yeah. You could, it sounds like you could completely F it up, too. Yeah. I mean, you know. But it did happen a few times when I was there. Things got messed up, and supervisors start tearing their hair out. But, you know, human error is going to happen. Yeah. Like, who made the oatmeal instead of the cement? And, oh, I don't know, boss. We put the wrong. We didn't have any of the silica stuff, so we just put this white stuff over. My God, yeah. man, that's potassium. <laughs> um, wash the whole machine out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Frozen salad. So... Uh, okay, so that's like, and then your current job is that the same thing? I mean, are you mixing things together? Or are you, you know, uh, well, my current job? I started out. Uh, I was making. We were. I worked for a, a, a big cable company. I'm not going to give the name of it. Away. Sure, absolutely. But um, it started out on the floor. It literally just opened like two months before I got hired to where they put this warehouse. And um, when you say cable company, people that make cable, or are we talking the people that hook your TV up? Uh. The people who make your cable boxes and stuff like that. Oh, okay. All right. So, so sort of, sort of in the middle. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Like the, the, the first quality control guy we had was an overweight English guy. He was. I mean, he just couldn't handle the job because he just was getting winded and out of breath all the time. <laughs> I'm not not trying to be funny, but that's the truth about him. Sure. So when he quit, I just asked if I could have this position, and they they put me in. And uh, I know a lot about computers. I've always liked computers, so that wasn't anything hard to learn the system. And once I saw I knew how to do everything in the computer, they promoted me to quality control. Wow. Wow, that was easy. Great. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 see, not all college dropouts you know, live under bridges. So is, every, dropouts, I mean. is everybody afraid of you there, though? You kind of walk in the room, and they're like, oh, shit, here comes Josh. No, I'm going to Who put this here? This, you know, you start yelling at yeah. people. I'm the kind of guy that there's two things. One, I'm six foot four. Okay, yeah. So I'm taller than most of the people I work with. Right. Second, I'm a very... Even I'm talking here, I'm pretty introverted okay. in my life. Sure. So when I do get mad at work, which is very rare, right? I, I scare everybody. I've had people tell me the one time I got mad and started screaming that the next day people were like, "I thought you were going to come in with a gun and shoot everybody." Because <laughs> I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I don't talk a lot at work. I'm just, I'm introverted. I put my headphones on. You know, we're allowed to wear headphones and listen to music or whatever. Yeah, sure. Is your, like, is your human resources person going to be like, well, I think we need to get you to go to counseling. And we get... need you to go to therapy. It's funny. Uh, okay, so, but it sounds like you enjoy it at this point. But I know for a while there you were kind of in between jobs during, you were mentioning you were being a truck driver or you were thinking about that or something. I can't quite remember. Yeah, I went to truck driving school in 05. That's pretty much when I discovered your show, I think. Okay, sure. And while, while I was, your brother can probably relate to this because he's a truck driver. But um, 
well, I don't know if you can relate to it, but he can know what I'm talking about. Uh, on the trucks themselves, on the windows, there's a bolt. You know, the, the mirrors on the side? Yeah. There's a bolt on the bottom. And the very second day on the track, they call it a track where we practice driving around and stuff like that. Sure. Um, the uh, instructor came out and he said, stand here. To me, he was showing me. I don't know what he was trying to show me at the time. So he closed the door and he, he pointed here. He said, stand here. So I stood where he told me to stand. Yeah. Well, the truck went forward and the bolt came where that mirror was. I'm 6'4". I was just tall enough to hit it and it scalped me. And I wound up going to the hospital and I had my head stapled back together at the top of my Wow. Head. Holy crap. What was yeah. he? What was he doing? He's just. I don't know. <laughs> I still don't. <laughs> that's like a that's a dick move right there. It's just like yeah, he was trying to get me out. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, that was weird too because it was like I, while I was in the hospital, the head of the school came and tried to get me to sign this paperwork. Yeah. And I refused. Yeah. I was like I'm not signing anything without a lawyer or whatever. Right. Sure. He said they would take care of it. I took a week off and worked to heal. I wasn't going to sue him. I wasn't going to do anything like that. Of course, yeah. Right. Well, I, get a, I get a bill in the mail for like $30,000. Woo! They refused to pay for it. So I went and got a Jewish lawyer, and we wound up settling out of court real fast when I did that because they didn't want the news to get out of their school injuring somebody. Sure. So I wound up getting a lawsuit out of that and going to school for free. Oh, really? Wow. So, yeah. so, so truck driving school for free, basically. I mean, did and you... And a settlement. Did you finish school, though? Did you get your CDL or whatever they call it? I finished, and I found out that I don't have... I've always had trouble paying attention to things. Sure. And when I tried doing it for a living, I found out I was probably going to kill somebody. So after about three weeks on the road, I stopped. <laughs> before I killed somebody or killed myself. Wow. But you could drive a regular car okay, right? Or is that, like, are you yeah. just the terror of New Jersey or something? Like, people yeah, are like, I can drive. It's just that... When you drive a truck for hours and hours and hours on end every day, right? I just I wasn't because even in grade school, at times I had trouble paying attention. To right, this. you just drift away from it. I, yeah, I get like I don't think that after about three weeks, I told the guy who was training me because once you go to school, you can get hired into a company, and then they, they give you a trainer for like ninety days or something like that. Right. And I was like, this isn't working. I was like, I just I, I see me killing somebody or killing myself. And that was enough for them to stop because I guess they didn't want to get a lawsuit either. The company. Right, right. So, so I took the bus back home, and then I got another warehouse job. Oh, okay. Well, well that worked out for you. Okay. I, were you out of work though for a while? I remember you saying. I think maybe you man, you took off work yourself for some reason, or I can't remember. You mentioned something like that. I don't know if you. Yeah. You said you were going to take a hiatus from working or something. No, what happened was at the end of 2008, uh, the job I was working at, it was another warehouse job I was laid off from. Oh, okay. And I was collecting unemployment while looking. I was looking for a job, but you know how when you, some, I don't know if I should say this, but when you collect unemployment, sometimes you're not in a hurry to look for a job. Right, sure. Well, that's what Larry's pretty much doing because he's going to school. I mean, he's yeah. you, you kind of have to, but at the same time, I don't think he's putting forth his best effort. So. Yeah, so I just took two years off. I collected unemployment, and even when it ran out, I mean, I have... I'm pretty good with money. I have money put away that I could have probably been on. I could have gone year, a couple of years if I really wanted to stretch it. Okay, sure. So eating ramen I, noodles, living yeah, in a box somewhere. Whatever. But <laughs> yeah, after uh, after two years, I went and got uh, a job that I was at for about a year and a half before I started this job. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So that you just had the you, you finally found one you liked. Basically, you were just like, I'm going to go get a job and. Um, uh, you know, I mean, at that moment, I guess what I'm asking is, is at that moment, were you sort of like ready to work or um, did it just kind of fall in your lap type of thing? There was a job opportunity and you just went in and took it. 
Um, truth be told, I, if I could have enough money to live without working, I would do it. Yeah. I, in all honesty, I hate work. Well, yeah. I. That's why they. That's what. That's why they call it work. You know. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't called work, it'd be fun, and we'd all be doing it. Um, yeah. So that makes sense. No, I. It, that's that's how a lot of my friends are too. They, you know, but I think I'm probably that way. I mean, I think, I, I think I would like to work for myself. I like I would like to keep working, but I would prefer not to have somebody with their you know, yeah, making over you. yeah, or just making bad decisions over me. You know, like uh, boss, I got this great idea that we should do this thing. No, I don't think we're gonna do that. Instead, I want you to work on this uh, car tire flattener or something. Well, who's gonna buy that? I don't. Nobody's gonna want that. Just do it, Kevin. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I quit my previous job before I started this job. Uh, we had a the first supervisor I liked, and then he stepped down, and they hired a, a, this guy I started out of college. Right. And he kept threatening me. My job. He kept saying, "You can be replaced. You can be replaced." So one day I said, "Replace me," and walked out. And then he called me and tried to get me back, and I was like, "You said you can replace me," and I just hung up the phone. <laughs> It's like it was the type of job it takes about six months to really, you can replace someone, but it does take about six months to learn that job. There was a lot of stuff involved in that job. Sure. So it's like you can technically replace people, but do you really want to replace someone? You know, I basically I'm teaching him a lesson. It's like fuck, you know, fuck you, dude. You're not threatening me. You know? Yeah, I've never under you know I'm a manager of people, and I've never understood threatening people to get them to do anything. I mean, I I I stress things to my guys sometimes, like. We really got to get this done, okay? You guys really got to do this, you know? And I've pulled people into the rooms and stuff and been like, you can't fall asleep at your desk. If you <laughs> yeah. fall asleep, you're going to get fired. But I've never sit there and be like, dude, if you don't get that done, you're out. Because, I mean, yeah. that's, I just can't, I don't know. I'm not that kind of guy. I, I don't know how people can do that. It just seems so dickish. Yeah, uh, it's just, I don't know. I just, I, I didn't really have a problem with the job until he came in. And it's like, I don't know, it's just... If you're going to use your authority like that, then I'm just going to find another job. Yeah, it's yeah. not worth it. Or I'm going to punch you. I'm going to flatten your face. And get, <laughs> you, know. you don't want that. No. That's basically why I quit. Because last time he threatened me, it was like, I'm not trying to be funny, but like I said, I'm 6'4". Yeah. The dude was like 5'9". And it's like, I weigh like 100 pounds more. If I let into this guy, I'm going to jail. Right, right. So it's like, I'm just going to leave, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm six foot four too. I know exactly what you're talking about. But you don't get too many people yelling at you when you're that big. Um, <laughs> no, no, not all. It's uh, people know a little bit better. So you're married? Is that true? Is that not uh, true? No, I'm not married. Oh, I'm oh. Someone, but not married. Okay, I thought you were married. Do you have children? No, I don't want children. Oh, you don't want children? Okay, no. all right, <laughs> that's cool. But do you, you live then with her or whatever, and then you or you live with your folks still, or how's that work? No, I live a few blocks away from my folks. Okay, so I don't live with them. Okay. I live in the house I spent the first 12 years of my life because it came up with rent, and I'm now in it. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. My uh, my friend, he um, he I, I, he didn't wasn't born there, but his parents got old, and he and his wife had a, uh, like a little townhouse, and they, they were outgrowing it because they had two children who were growing up, and it turned out that his parents that had a house moved, you know, and so he ended up buying their house. So I, I totally, you know... I get yeah. that. I get that mentality. I wouldn't mind going back in my history if I was some rich, uh, you know, mega guy <laughs> going in and buying like the old properties I used to live in and things like that. Yeah, I'll, I, is this your house, sir? Well, I'll give you a million dollars for it if you just get your shit and get out. Um, yeah, but that's cool. So, 
So you, I guess you like the neighborhood. You like the familiarity. You kind of seem like you're uh, pretty happy where you're at. You don't have any sort of wanderlust to go travel west or go to the um, go live in Turkey or anything like that. Uh, not west, uh, not out of the country, but someday I would like to either move to Phoenix or Seattle because it's two cities I really, really enjoy going to. Okay. So maybe someday just. Right now, I'm focusing on traveling when I take my vacation time from work. That's, a, like that's, a, country. that's a smart move right there. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't ever get to do too much. I don't like to fly, which uh, kills any of my um, <laughs> traveling. Like, I get these casino things, and they're just like, we'll fly you to Tunica, Mississippi, and we'll give you five days for free at the hotel, and you and you can bring anybody you want, and it's only $20. And I just think, wow, that's fucking amazing. I'm not going to do it, though, because i got to get on a fucking plane, you know? Yeah. And uh, I just have a thing about planes. Um, but, no, I mean, if you can travel. I mean, there's all sorts of places I'd like to go to. And um, But then the other thing, too, is, like, with my work, if I took, like, a couple weeks off, it would be disaster. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I couldn't do it. So where have you been to then? You've been to Phoenix, you've been to Seattle, those are the only two places, or have you gone to other places? Was there places you didn't like or anything? I've pretty much been all over the country. Um, I've been to, I've been to Dayton, Ohio, I've been to, uh, what's that other big city in Ohio I can't think of? Uh, Columbus? Columbus. I've been, Cincinnati? I've been to Hawaii, wow. Hawaii, and, uh, not Hawaii, in uh, Ohio. I've been to, uh, I don't know, I've been all over. I've been um Florida? Did you go to, did you go to, I haven't been to Florida. Oh, I've been, no, uh, I've no. been around Houston, Texas. I didn't really like Texas that much. Wow. Um, I, I've been to Kentucky, and I hate Kentucky. You, <laughs> um, everybody there, uh, if you're listening and you're from Kentucky, I apologize for this, but everyone I met there seems inbred, and it just scared the hell out of me. It's like, I don't want to come back here. Wow. That was when I was trying to drive a truck, and we would go through Kentucky a couple of times, and it was like, I don't know, just the people scared me. It was like I was expecting deliverance. It was like... <laughs> you're driving through at night and it's like if the truck stalls out i'm just gonna stay here until morning with the magnum flashlight in my hand yeah you yeah know, stick, you know hit somebody with it just i i don't know i i i, I you know i think west virginia kentucky and even southern ohio you know parts of appalachia basically that you know that those places can get kind of they're like the 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 lower income of the country, let's just say. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the, why do you go? Do you just pick a place? You're just sitting at a map of the United States, and you're like, let's go here. Or do you just generally, um, you have actual reasons that you go. I mean, you go all the way to Houston. I can't think of any reason I would go to Houston. Well, that was when I was driving a truck, too, for a couple weeks. We drove all over the country. But uh, Seattle was just a... I, it might sound stupid, but I always liked the TV show Frasier, and I, it, it made me want to go to Seattle. Okay, sure. So in 2004, I had a week off from work, and about three weeks before my vacation, I was like, I don't want to stay home, and I've always wanted to go to Seattle. Yeah. So I just I went on a Travelocity or one of those sites. Okay. And I booked everything through there, and that was that. I went and spent a week in Seattle. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I've always thought about, dude, my mom used to go on, like, these tour things. I mean, she didn't go on them all the time, but she went to, like, uh, I mean, she would go out of the country, but she was from yeah. she was from Germany, so going out of the country was, you know, par, par yeah, for the course for her. Too, so. Yeah, and, and she went to, like, Morocco and went, like, with a tour group, you know? But then I always yeah. hear about those people getting killed and stuff, so I don't know. 
don't know yeah, if that's like something I, I do. I have, uh, my mom's side has family in Israel. They teach English to like the, the, the people over there, I guess. Oh, okay, cool. And they visit here once in a while. And she's like, you can always come to Israel when you want. And it's like, you know, just five minutes ago, I heard you talking about when car bombs going off. <laughs> yeah. And Americans getting their heads cut off. And it's like, why in the world? Especially, like, I'm not trying to be funny, but being six foot four American, I'm going to stick out like a sore thumb. Right, right. Any terrorist that might want to pull me away and cut my head off. It's like, no, I don't think I'm ever going to go to any part of that part of the world. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine not going to. Israel. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that. Uh, just, you know, if there's people out there that want to, yeah, ginsu my head off, I'm not going to go to that part of the country. Plus, there's plenty of other places I could go that's a lot more friendly if I wanted to. I've never had that. Um, I wouldn't mind going out of the country, again, if I didn't have to fly. But I've never really had, you know, traveling... You know, as much as people like, especially on like Facebook and stuff, they show all their pictures like, here's me in Belize and all this sort of stuff. And it's like, the 90% of those vacations is waiting in lines. You're waiting in a line to get on the plane. You're waiting in line to get into the, you know, the bus or the, um, to get into the hotel. And then you're yeah. waiting in. See, yeah. I, don't, I don't do tours. If I go somewhere, I, I'd like to go and just wing it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, true. I mean, but I don't know. I mean, the whole travel thing still involves a lot of, um, just a lot of, yeah. yeah, a lot of bullshit. I don't know. It, you know, yeah. I, I was going to Japan last summer, Tokyo, for ten days, but something happened where in the family where I had to delay it. So hopefully, not this summer, but the following summer. Yeah, I'm still going to get to, as long as I don't drop dead. Sure, you know, right. Between now and then, I, I want to really get to Tokyo for for at least ten days. That would be that would be trip. as a video game guy. Uh, that would be amazing to go to there, uh, Japan in general. That would be one place I would totally want to go to, um, just because of the long history of being envious of everything they have over there and uh, hopefully it lives you know it would live up to the hype yeah that's my my fear i go to tokyo and after two days i'm like oh this sucks (laughs) what i I waste my money on this trip for you know oh another video game store oh god so boring another girl dressed like an anime character yeah (laughs) it's just cosplay people everywhere walking (laughs) around like uh where's anybody normal here uh, that's uh, yeah. So that, well, that's a good idea, Japan. So that's probably be pretty expensive, though. I imagine flying to Japan. Yeah. Actually, it was seventeen hundred for the trip. I got the insurance, and they gave me a credit, so I can still use that money. I can actually use it to go anywhere I want because it's my credit. Oh. But um, but um, yeah. When I first called the uh, agent, she was like, "Are you under five foot ten? And I said, "Why?" And she said, "Well, they have these hotels over there that are like drawers where you get into it, you climb into like a, it's like a drawer." She showed, she sent me pictures of it, so I could see it. And um, it closes, and you sleep in it, and it, she's like, you know, and, and then when you get up in the morning, you press the button, and the drawer slides out, and I was like, no, I said, I'm 6'4", I said, I'm not cramming myself into a drawer. <laughs> I'm not flying to Japan to share a bathroom with people and, and sleep in a drawer, that's just, you know. Right, right, yeah. I've seen those things on TV, that's, I, I always look at those things, I never quite, I don't. I don't know. Do people have claustrophobia in Japan? I don't understand I how don't that know. works. Maybe uh, it just. But she was like, "Yeah, if you're over five ten, you won't enjoy it." And I was like, yeah, "I'm pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure I won't enjoy it." Yeah, your feet will just be hanging out. People will be like, yeah, "My fear is it'll close, and I'll press the button to open. It won't open, and I'll just starve to death in there." <laughs> I'll find you. Like, what's that smell coming out of there? You'll know? find your your skeleton in there and stuff <laughs> like some cracked uh, life chamber or something for for frozen chamber. <laughs> Like, oh, that's yeah. what happened to him. You yeah, know. or even when the power goes out and they're stuck in and you hear everybody else banging <laughs> trying to get out around you. you know, that's but they can all speak Japanese, so they all get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stuck in there. Yeah, nobody knows what you're saying. They're like, don't let that guy. It was crazy. He's one of the terrorists. 
<laughs> he took the power out. <laughs> wow. So that's cool. So, all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why I don't want kids either, because if I had kids, I wouldn't be able to travel, and I think I would resent the children I had. Yeah. So I don't think that's a good, that's a good reason not to have kids. What and your girlfriend? She's cool with that. Do you guys ever play? Yeah, she's an only child too. So I mean, if we, if we had kids, there's no aunts or uncles or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know. But um, marriage? Do you think or no? You don't. No, I don't believe in marriage. No, I, I don't. No. Catholic school made me an atheist. I don't <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes it's good for legal reasons, though, too. So you can, like, have somebody pull the plug on you when you're in the, uh, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe someday down the road, but we're not. She doesn't bring it up, and I'm not, you know. Right. Sure. I'm not in any hurry, so. Yeah. I mean, if you're not having kids, I'm kind of the same way. I always sort of sit there and say, because the kids thing, it might help just since the legal thing. You know what I mean? Because you, you don't have to worry about that. People asking, you know, if you have custody of the kid and all that yeah. versus the you know well we live together but we don't uh, but, but we have we're both customers you know it's better just say look i'm married this is my kid yeah. and then people are like okay but yeah since you know if you don't yeah, have kids mom you know whatever right you know you just get all confusing for people or you just don't want to have to explain yourself to them you know that's the thing i hate about stuff like that not that I have kids and I have to explain shit, but, you know, I could just see myself in those situations. Like, why are you asking me all these questions? Well, I gotta know, because the government wants to make sure that you're not going to be somebody who's going to snatch the kid. Because we get a lot of people that's, you know, try to, angry parents come and try to steal their yeah. children. Or, you know, I don't know. Yeah, well, it's funny that you mentioned that, too, because uh, being a tall male. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, this is one time I, I went to a park and I had my e-reader. Sometimes I sit at the park and I'll read a book. Right, and and this kid came up to me and was like, "What is that? I, I, maybe seven or eight years old." Yeah. So I, I was explaining it the best I could. You know, it's an electronic book. You know, I wasn't I wasn't doing anything. Right, right. His mom <laughs> came running over and snatched the kid. Like I was just going to pick her kid up. Yes. And like run off with her kid. It's like I don't want your kid. What the hell would I do with your kid? Right. I totally know what you're talking about. I've 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 been in. I just feel awkward talking to kids nowadays in general. Parents are always just like telling their kid, "Come here." Come and you know, and I don't look weird or anything. You know, what I mean, it's just like, all right, lady. I mean, what, what do you think? I'm really, you know, they watch too much television. Like, you're just gonna pick the kid up and just start making a run for the door. You know, yeah, mommy, run, run, run in the car. Oh my god, yeah, just take off with the kid, just tear out of the parking lot. It's like, come on. I wish things sometimes were more like the '70s when people just didn't really give a shit. They're just like, yeah. you know, go on, don't, don't, you know, I'll find you later, kid. Have fun, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, if parents lock their kids up as the sun goes down. But. Yeah, well, you know, you, maybe you lose one once in a while to some crazy guy, but at least there was some freedom. Uh, yeah. Nowadays, kids just grow up fearing everyone. Who's that? It's just not, you know, nobody. Just dude yeah. buying, buying cereal, man. Cut me some slack. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, basically, do you have like a... Um, do you have like a um, any sort of end game, future goals, anything like that? You know, do you have a bucket list? Anything you got uh, with yourself at this point in your life? Or are you gonna, you know, sound like you got yourself a house and you got yourself a girl and you got yourself a job and you're going on vacations? You just you almost sound retired at this yeah, point. Yeah, um, my my only bucket list is a whole list of places I want to see before I die. Yeah, I've always my my parents were afraid to drive when I grew up. They were scared of travel. Okay. And me, it made me more interested in it, if that makes any sense, because like they never did it, and it was like, well, well you know, I want to go to New York, you know, I want to see, you know, absolutely, you know, Seattle. 
So I have a, just a list of places that I would like to see before you know before I kick the bucket. New York. Have, have you, you're in New Jersey. You haven't been to New York, are you? Oh yeah, my best friend moved up there about. Oh okay. Twelve. I've been up there probably a hundred times now. Now it's no big deal to go to New York. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know, my friend calls, you know, and I drive on up, and it's like, uh, you know, you've seen everything, you've done everything up there. Yeah, uh, it's a great place. I mean, if people have never been to New York, it is worth going at least once because. There's a lot of shit to do when you go once. Um, but uh, I don't know, like going all the time, like I would get kind of sick of it. But uh, yeah, in Los Angeles, New York is just different. I mean, New York is just, I don't know. I mean, I've been to a lot of cities. It, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, you hear about it, you see it on TV, but you just don't get any kind of um, respect for the size of it, I think, until you're there. And you're just like looking at all of those buildings and you're just like, does this ever end? I'm just trying to get to the, yeah, I'm just trying to get to the park. I don't even know where I'm going. It's just huge building after huge building. Um, so that's cool. So, all right, so let's talk a little gaming then. Um, right. Are you planning on buying any of the new consoles? Uh, the uh, uh, PlayStation 4. You're going to get it. I'm launch day. I took the day off from work. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. that's that's hardcore gamer style right there. You take the yeah, day. Well, it's coming in the mail because I'm not waiting in line. I just don't have patience to sit in line for days and days on end. Right. Well, all right. So what game are you getting with it? Or games? Uh, I want to get Killzone and Call of Duty. Only, uh, I like the idea that you can play on the Vita. You're supposed to be able to stream all the games across. Right, right. And I just like that idea. The Wii kind of does it, but the range is too limited. Um, if you have yeah, Wii U. Yeah, yeah, I have it, yeah. I, yeah, but, so I go in the other room and it just disappears and it's like oh, you know. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I know what you're talking about. I I did a little bit of remote when I was at my mom's and you're kind of right. Like I was kind of watching movies on it though, not playing games. And um, <laughs> it um, it, you know, it it's cool. It works, but I it's like you say the range isn't so good. But you know, I'm not. I don't know. I mean, I really like the idea. I love the idea of the portable being able to play the big the big boy games, you know. But um, I, they got to convince me that it's really going to work good. If it does, great. I mean, I got all the parts. I mean, I'm not like I'm going to get the PlayStation. I'm getting both consoles on launch. Um, yeah. But uh, if the experience sucks, then I'm just going to be, you know, meh. I don't know. I just hope Sony. They just always have these problems of gelling things together. Like, just, you yeah, know. The PSP didn't really work well with the PS3. Yeah, they, they, they kind of get things sort of half-assed. And then, you know, you just kind of like, oh. Then they keep releasing updates and updates. And by the time you get an update, you don't care anymore about it. You know, they start yeah. releasing some, you know, like on the PSP, they're like, and now we include the radio option and stuff. And you're just like, what yeah, is this? Like two years after it came out. Yeah. <laughs> like, who's listening to the radio on their PSP? This is fucking weird. Um, yeah, that was my problem with the the Vita. I mean, I love portable gaming. That's probably I probably like that more than actual big games, you know, sure. like TV or whatever. Yeah. But Killzone just came out for it, and it's like, yeah, it took how long to get a really good first person shooter on the dual analog stick system? Right. It took like a year and a half. Right. It should have been a launch game. Right. It, I it, handhelds always just seem to get the um, the the lesser developers. I just think the market's not as strong. For yeah, handhelds, I mean, they, they put Call of Duty on it. Now. I don't know if you played Call of Duty on the Vita. That's that's terrible. Is it really? No, I didn't play it. Now, I spent the fifty bucks. I spent the ten dollars extra. You, you know, than the normal Vita game, and it's uh. Wow. Okay, well, I'll know not to play that. But Killzone's good. You're saying I like I like Killzone on the um. So original was the first one on the PS2. 
Was that a, yeah, it was Killzone 1, yeah. Yeah, I, I played the shit out of that game. People kind of panned it a little bit, and I didn't know why. I thought it was a lot of fun. I mean, you know, it had a rather large um, range of fire. Like, your reticle could destroy everything that basically was in front of you, um, yeah. which was kind of crazy. But I, I thought that game was pretty good. I, I don't... I, you know, I, I think I bought the second one, and I don't recall playing it. That's weird. Um... And this is what the, the the one for the PS4 is that is that Killzone three or Killzone four? What are we up to? Uh, it would, I think it would be four, but they don't call it that. It's called I don't know Killzone something or other. I just know it has Killzone <laughs> as the name of it. But it would be the fourth console one. Okay, Killzone Dark Blood something. Yeah, yeah Killzone give us your money. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. No, that's cool. And then the handheld one is just Killzone uh, Mercenary. Mercenary. Okay, I'll have to check that one out because. I haven't. I, I've always wanted that uh, f- uh, first-person shooter experience on the handheld, and f- for the most part, there's been f- a few here and there um, that they try and get on. You know, even like the DS or the. Yeah. I think they go all the way back to the Game Boy Advance. You can play like uh, what yeah. the yeah Wolfenstein or something on it. Um, but for the most part, those all blow. So it'd be nice to play something that's you know, more advanced and fun. Yeah, the uh, online is really good. If you like uh, online shooters, uh, that's basically the best part of the game. So what do you think of the Wii U's chances of uh, long-term survival at this point? Um, every day that goes by, I have less and less yeah. faith in it. Yeah. It's like, it's like I'm waiting for that game to come out, and it just never comes out. Like, like that one game is just... I don't know. Like, I, I, the Wind Waker, I, I really like the Wind Waker. It's probably the only Zelda game I really liked, and I, I got the HD version for the Wii U, but it's like that's one game in like a year. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Western gaming is uh, sort of taken over the, the dominance. The Japanese games still come out, but they don't, I don't know, man. You know, they, they don't seem to evolve a lot over there. Like, the, the gaming engines and things, I mean, sure, the Final Fantasies and stuff look, yeah. you know, better and all that, but they don't seem to really take off and continually improve these things. I mean, a lot of these games, they, they seem still stuck in the... The RPG world that they've been in. They had a lot more yeah. shit, you know. You can build your own weapon that cross weapons with other guys that you put different seals on and they all glow together and you can fight yeah. and string guys together in combat and all that kind of crazy shit. Like, they're really thinking about, like, how they can... And I give them credit for this. I mean, how they can make the gameplay more interesting. But at the same time, the game engines, to me, always just seem real, like... I don't know. I don't know, I just haven't... I, I just guess what I'm saying is I haven't sat down and played a Japanese-based game in a long time yeah. that I've really enjoyed. Which, back in the PlayStation days, you know, that's all that... It's all time. Yeah, yeah, everything back then was just awesome. And uh, yeah. be waiting for shit to come out back then. Like, oh my god, what's that coming in the United States? Um, yeah, I'm that guy... Uh, I'm that gamer that, if you go on the internet, that people seem to hate, because I like sports games and shooters. And if you read... If you go on the internet, you would think that that's like... Everybody hates those types of games. Right, right. But they always sell, so I think they're just a vocal minority. <laughs> yeah. When Call of Duty comes out, it sells 20 million copies. It's like, okay, you know, someone must like those games. Yeah, I mean, I think there's no praise in video games, really. I mean, if something's negative, you hear all about it. But if something's positive, you don't really... I mean, look, the Grand Theft Auto, uh, everybody likes it. It sold, you know, over a billion dollars worth you don't hear in the media that, or anywhere where people are talking any sort of positive 
thing about the game. Just because it's controversial, they'll just bring up anything about it that people can like point to and say, you yeah, know, violence, yeah. yeah, violence or women or um, whatever. But nobody's actually sitting there and going, hey, you know what? This is actually a really great game. This is really, this is they did a re- really great job making this. Uh, and I, that's I don't know. I mean, if I was a game developer, if I was going into the career of game developer, I would think twice just because as much as, as cool as you think it is, at the same time, you got to be ready because all you're going to hear from is the um, the critics all the yeah. time just complaining. Yeah, just bitching about, you know, the problems in your game. And you're going to be like, doesn't anybody actually like my game? You know, somebody's buying it. Yeah, I never understood the parents' complaints because if you don't like the game, don't buy it for your kid. Yeah, I don't know what the big deal is. Don't buy it. I yes, I I I just think there's like a world of parents out there that just buy their kids stuff and then don't like they they react to it after the fact and and they do it with video games. I don't think they do it with movies. Like you know, mom, can I have jugs for you know and like <laughs> no, put that up. Oh, you know, but with yeah. video with video games, like can I have Grand Theft Auto? Oh, sure, Jimmy, you can have that. And you're just like. You know, there's like a stripper simulator in this game, right? I mean, yeah. full on. You can tip them and talk. They'll talk <laughs> they dirty. Their head yeah, yeah and it's like this is the totally not the thing for kids to play. I don't know. I don't know. I know when I was a kid, I would have been like begging somebody to let me play <laughs> the game. Like, please let me play this game. Yeah. No, we got you, Mario. Like, no, I didn't want the Mario. Um, yeah. But that's a. Uh, so what are you playing right now then? Since you're in waiting, mostly Killzone Mercenary. Oh, I got um that and Rayman. Oh yeah, Origins. One of the, for the I was going to get it for the Wii U, but then I saw that it's the same game on the Vita with the same exact touchscreen, and it's twenty dollars cheaper. So I bought it for the Vita. Instead. Oh really? Wow. I got it. Uh, I rented it. It's I haven't played it yet. I, I got it in the envelope from GameFly. I got to sit yeah. down and play it. Yeah. The thing about Rayman, at least with the because I have both of them, the Origins and Legends games. Oh okay. The first few hours, the game will be, to me anyways, be super easy. And then it goes from easy to hard without any, like... <laughs> like medium like level? Yes, like, to, for me anyway, I was like, this game, like, I was kind of disappointed with the first one at first. And then all of a sudden it just went from easy to, like, I went to throw the beat across the room. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoy those games. They're, to me, they're a step up for Mario because they challenge you a bit more. Right, right. Do you do you like games that are difficult? I mean, you know, are you one of those guys that um, uh, gets a certain satisfaction out of defeating something that's on like insane difficulty? No, I like games that are challenging, but not. Uh, I don't want to take ten hours to defeat one boss. That to me, that's not my idea of a good time. Right, right. But I don't want to game. I, I like. I generally play games in like a middle setting where it's challenging, but I'm not ripping my hair out, and it's not so easy that I can play it with my eyes closed. Right, right. You know, where every bullet's hitting you no matter what happens, you know, so. Yeah. Hey, are you interested in any of this uh, with the PS4, uh, any of that streaming stuff? Do you see yourself, like, pressing that button to, like, record? Yeah, to stream your games up to Twitch or any of that stuff like that that they're trying to do? No, because I'm not interested in watching someone else stream there, especially if there's no audio of them talking. It's yeah. Them playing. It's like, why would I want to sit and watch that? I, yeah, I'm with you. I don't quite get what they're what they're aiming for with this. It's weird. I'm- I watch your videos where you play games, but you, you're talking over it. Yeah, so it's different. It's not like you're just playing and there's no, you know, yeah, no dialogue. Yeah, plus I'm terrible at most of them, so that lends itself to being at least entertaining. Yeah. I, I watching somebody do really good at a game. I'm not. 
I'm not so great. I, like, I'm not so interested in that. Like, I'd rather watch somebody do terrible at a game. And I don't do it be- on purpose. I, I'm generally that awful. So, uh, no, but I'm interested. Thanks. Um, yeah, the uh, I'm not so sure about that feature. And what other what other features does it have? Anything? I can't even remember. Is it just basically? I know it's going to be way more powerful, regardless of what people say of the yeah, Xbox it's One. Dollars cheaper than the Xbox. So yeah, nice. yeah. Well, it doesn't come with a camera staring at you all the time. Which yeah, is, that's uh, the whole reason I don't want the Xbox. So yeah, that's pretty much like the entire reason I don't think I'm. I might never get an Xbox One. Yeah, I. I don't have to come out with a killer game for me to want to buy it. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do so well this time around. I mean, I have heard that they've they're, they've also hit sort of a critical mass on pre-orders, but I think everybody yeah. does with pre-orders. You know, I think yeah. everybody's going to sell out uh, as soon as it comes out. Um, but I, I don't think that when you start seeing stuff like after the fact on the store shelves that um, Xbox is going to outsell. Because, I mean, again, it's like you say, it's $100 more, and uh, it's not as powerful yeah, but um, the only thing they're going to really work off of is brand loyalty for Xbox Live because yeah. there's a lot of people that are into that. But I don't know, man. Like, my Xbox Live is expiring, and I just don't even feel like paying the fee to, like, renew it. Like, I yeah. don't know. I, I, I'm getting kind of... Uh, I sold my 360, so that gives you an idea where I'm at. Well, Sony, I guess, is going to start charging, too, now. If, if you want to play multiplayer, you can still... That doesn't bother me, that part, because you pay for so many other things anyway. Yeah, um, I don't know. I what, guess. What, what bothers me with the, the Xbox One is it seems like they're trying to make it an everything device and instead of just a video game device. Right. Like I have zero interest in hooking it in between my cable box. Like I, I, Why do I need an in-between between my cable box and my yeah. television? I don't need that. My, my cable box tells me what I have a guide on my cable box. I mean, if it could replace my cable... Uh, I would be more interested. I was saying, right now, I mean, I probably pay $100 just for the cable part of my cable um, yeah. with the television channels and everything. And I'm not against, like, having the inter- like watching the shows on the Internet if they're free and all yeah. that sort of stuff. But, um, like, uh, I don't know. The interface to get all of that right now is sort of lackluster. And, I, I you know, the, the whole industry is just still in sort of a turmoil over uh, how best to share that material like if you have you know if you have windows up on your a mac or something you can go to these websites like if i want to watch a show on tnt i got to go to the tnt website you know or yeah, and um people be like oh, i want to watch this thing it's but it's not on netflix it's it's on youtube or i got to get this one that's on um some other thing and it's it's i don't know it's just like do you want us to watch the show i don't know why i can't just have a single Interface, and I think Google was trying to do that with Google TV. They were yeah. trying to say, "Here's this single interface," and then you still had like, you know, people like, "Well, I'm not putting it on there." You know, it's, and they're just like, "It's a browser. It's just a browser. It's the same as." Yeah, well, I'm not. You got, you got to pay us. We're, we're going to shut yeah. Netflix off. You can't have it on there and stuff. And Google's just like, "You guys are gay. I'm not going to even support this thing anymore." So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's that. Are you getting that your Xbox right? Yeah, I'm going to, uh, yeah, I, well, you know, that's what I do. So yeah. regardless of even if it, like, you know, is terrible, I'm going to end up getting it. Um, yeah, so I, I'll have that. And then um, I got a game stick. The game stick should be coming anytime soon. That's another Android console, kind of like the Ouya. And then <laughs> yeah, I've seen that, yeah. there's another one called Game Pop. And that one's weird. It's like a subscription service. You pay 20 some dollars a month. And then they give you the console for free, 
and they give you all the games for free. You just have to pay like a subscription fee. Uh, and is, so, the game's any good? Well, I don't have it yet. That one is not out yet, and I haven't heard anything. I know they're still working on it, but I haven't heard anything about a release date. Um, so those, and I, you know, I got the SNK Neo Geo one that they're trying. They're in arguments over now that they might cancel it. Yeah, um, but it's who, who cares? Because you know, whoever wanted to buy it bought it at this point. Um, so yeah, no, I um, I think that's everything. Uh, there's some of these rogue systems. Like, what do you think about the uh, the Steam Box? Um, it's okay. I mean, it's supposed to run on Linux, right? If I understand right, right. Steam on top of Linux. Yeah. Um, for someone like me, I mean, I have I have a media center PC. I built. If I really wanted to play Steam games, I would just use that. Like, I don't really need another box. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I keep telling people. I mean, maybe you could get that controller if that controller. I don't think anybody. I don't think. I, looking at that thing, I don't think it's going to do very well. But if it made first-person shooters better than a keyboard and a mouse on my couch, yeah. then maybe I would buy the controller for a regular PC. I can't see buying like a like a standalone box that only plays games that I already have on a PC. Because if I if I spend the same money on a PC, then I can do all the other things that a PC can do. You know, yeah, it's not just that's just a game console with downloads. Yeah, and plus it's Steam. Or I mean, it's Linux. So, I mean, you're losing out on a bunch of games. I mean, there's a bunch of games that aren't just not going to run on Linux. So, I don't know. I don't know what Gabe Newell and all those guys were thinking. Um, Um, I have a quick question. Sure. Um, I I keep reading articles that keep saying the PS4 and the Xbox One are going to be the last systems. There's going to be the last systems, you know, where they use discs and we're moving into a whole new direction. Um, Do you think the home system, the way it is now, will change within the next few years? Um... You know, it's a good question. I mean, it's hard to say what, what's going to happen like seven or eight years out when these next generation consoles start to be at end of life. I mean, the hardware that's inside um, Android devices is really getting a lot better. Uh, yeah. and, and so they could certainly do a lot more with that. But I think you still need to have, you know, th- there's still a lot of high-powered hardware that I don't see going away. Like, you know, you... you Yes, you can play video games on a tablet and a phone. And, you know, look, we can probably play PlayStation 2 and Xbox, original Xbox games on, um, I don't know, on a phone right now with the, with the power yeah. that those things have. But we don't want to. You know, we want to we want to move forward and play the the most the latest games and the greatest games and things that look most true to life. And I think for a while, I, I think way past like the next 10 years, we're still going to need um really cutting-edge hardware in order to uh, keep doing that. So I don't think so. But I do think I do think plastic discs will go away. I, I think we'll definitely be at the point where we're going to be downloading all our games. Um, I think that'll just be a gen- I think that'll just be a, a shift because we're doing it now with phones. We're doing it now with iPads. Um, we're, and you have the option with the video games. Right, exactly. Good. And people are biting and, and on that and bringing them down and I, I think it's just going to be like compact disc. You know, you can still go buy something on compact disc at stores, but you know the aisles are getting smaller and shorter, and um, it, you know, it, it, most yeah. of the, most of the marketing is going to be um, you, you know to a, a limited audience. And I think you'll find more and more exclusives that'll be streaming only, and then it'll eventually just kind of become online only with next generation systems. I'm not, I'm, I'm not adverse to that. I mean, I like to be able to sell my games and trade my games and. 
all of that stuff. But then at the same time, when you look at something like Steam, where they can yeah. offer you downloads for like, you know, you get these 10 games from THQ for a dollar. You know, you're just yeah, like, you're like, okay, I guess I'm going to have to bite that. Because uh, yeah. that's one thing I like. Uh, I don't know if you use PlayStation Plus or not. I have used it in the past, but I haven't used it recently. Yeah, the, the amount of games they give you for the Vita and the PlayStation 3. I mean, if you bought a PlayStation 3 or a Vita today and just bought the PlayStation Plus, you would have like six games. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. System. yeah. They're not like run of the mill, you know, cut the rope type games. It's like, you know, Gravity Rush or Battlefield 3. They're actual full games. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, that's one of the best things about it. Uh, I, I, Microsoft started to do that. They call it what, gaming with gaming with Xbox or gaming with gold, I think. And, yeah. and they release a game, like two games a month, and you have to be online because there's only one game there at any one time. Yeah. And then you can download it, and you can play it forever. But once you get rid of it, you can't re-download it again. And uh, so there's this, like, uh, I mean, I only have so much space on my hard drive, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, I know they want me to go out and buy another, like, 7,000 7, terabyte <laughs> drive to store all these games that I'm going to play, but... I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like, I, 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 there's so many new games coming out. Now, I'm just, I'm, I'm different because I'm in such a weird market that I have to stay like really cutting edge and play things that are like really brand new for people to, yeah. to share my opinion. You know, I don't really get because I think if I if I didn't do media, I would probably still be playing something like really old, just because I'd be one of those people trying to master something from like. You know the '90s or something. Yeah, trying to get 100. Right? Yeah. Where's that last star in that Mario game? It's Mario 64 yeah. or something, and uh, it would never like play anything new because I'd just be I'd be that focused on stuff. So yeah, I don't know. But I get like you know a lot of people tend to get like a few games that they really like and they just keep playing them over and over and over again. And I dig it. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, uh, much. so that's an hour. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna wrap it up. Um, Thanks a lot. Thanks for supporting the Patreon and uh, helping us out. And, you know, we're going to get more of the shows up on the RSS. Some people out there, uh, if you're listening um, and subscribe to the Video Game News uh, RSS rather than the Oblast one, um, some people, you're getting the wrong feed. And I just want to point out that if you look at your um, Video Game News Radio RSS feed show and you notice that you do not have the Midwest Wasteland from October, I believe, 7th of this year... Um, that is because you are subscribed to the wrong feed on iTunes. Um, to get the right one, best thing you can do is go to the, our Facebook page uh, and do a search for Video Game News. And I have posted up a message in the Video Game News page that links to the right RSS feed for iTunes. Because I'm not really going to explain it all right now. Just, just trust me. If you don't see the Midwest Wasteland from October 7th, you've got the wrong one. You're missing shows. You're not just missing that Midwest Wasteland. You're missing a bunch of shows. So update your iTunes if you use iTunes. Otherwise, you're fine. If you use the, if you use the standard RSS, you're fine. So don't worry about that. Uh, Josh, thanks for being on the show. No problem. Good to talk to you. And, uh, yeah, this will be up in a few days. That's it. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody.